Daisy, honey, how you doing? I ain't too bad, Nanny Preska. How you doing, child? I'm good, thank you. You know, I always just love me and every... Who's that guy over there? You, who, who you seeing, honey? That guy over there, he looks a bit shifty. He's got like a newspaper, sunglasses, you know. If he wants to look suspicious, honey, he's doing a good job about it. Well, I don't know, honey, child. Let's go and find out. Well, do you want to talk to him first? Nah, honey, you're better with the people. Well, I'm good with the people, too. I love my little sauce things like that. But you can do it too, Nanny Presca, honey. All right, then, Al. You come with me to the back up, though. Worst comes to worst, we need to call Judah God. Okay? I'm good to go. Hello? Can you peer up from your newspaper, please, honey child? Frederick looks up from his newspaper at the two ladies coming over. Honey, what are you on it? Are you like David Attenborough or something to win your whole life or something? Who are you? Frederick peered into the mysterious woman's eyes as she questioned his motives. Why, I'm Frederick Thompson Hunter Walker Ranger III. You must have read at least some of my articles in the newspaper. Honey, if you need to read your own business card to get your own name out, honey, you need to do some better stuff, honey. I'm just telling you. Well, you try having such a complicated name. I don't have one, honey. It's quite simple. It's Nanny Prescott, child. Now, if you'd like to tell me, what are you doing here today? I'm doing what all good reporters do. I'm looking for a scoop. Of ice cream? No, no. Of the news variety. Oh, honey, if you want the news variety, you got to talk to Olivia and Melvin and that. They do the one news here, you know. In our days. That's why, honey, child. You, you seem to know a lot about who has the news. I do, honey child, because I'm Nanny Prescott and I know everything about this town, honey child. Well, I've uh, I've actually been here for a few months now, so I've got quite a lot of good current news, but I'm really looking into the nitty-gritty of the past of Grassmere Valley. Oh, honey, for that you can look at Thomas Taylor and the Tales of Grassmere Valley, which you can buy now on Amazon, honey child. That will do everything for you. No, but I want to go deeper and deeper into the history, to the very core of the history of Grasmere Valley. Are you okay, honey child? You sound a bit ill. I'm, uh, I'm as fresh as a spring morning. I'm glad you are, because I think you nearly forgot your old name, child, but I'm glad that's the case. Now, if you want to go deeper into the town history, there's a library, or there's all sorts of people you can talk to me. Daisy, you can talk to Daisy, right? Yeah, you can, honey child. That's fantastic. But what are you exactly doing? I'm, uh, I, I'm writing a book, actually. I, uh, I, I've had some mishaps in the past with my previous job. I was uh, investigating the, uh, the Mayan alien replicas that were being built by the CIA. And oh. It was a bit out there for the, uh, for the international field. I heard some of that on Stargate. Are you into Stargate or something? I, I, I dabble. Oh, that's nice, honey. You sound a bit cuckoo to me, but it's all right. We love everybody, even the cuckoos. You know, we got some, you know, some crazies every day. Honey, job, we're a town full of crazies. Well, don't advertise it like that, but that's okay. Well, I actually suppose the uh, best place to start with any kind of real deep investigation is the library. So I'll, uh, I'll disappear as Frederick disappears into the night, his cape sweeping at the doorway. Honey, we gotta do something about these people. I mean, I love all the crazies, but who is he? Scene two, internal. Library, early evening. Enter, Frederick Thompson Hunter Ranger Walker III. He observes the room, approaches the 
lady at the counter. Why are you talking? This is a library. Please, no talking in the library. This is Mary Bishop speaking, and no one should be talking in the library. Hendrickson makes his voice quieter because he is in the library. I am here to investigate into Grasmere Valley and its deepest, deepest history. Can you please write down a post-it note? Because you're still talking in the library. No talking in the library, please. Frederick Thompson, Ranger Walker Hunter, the fifth, pulls out a post-it note, writes down the exact sentence that he just said on the post-it, hands it to the lady. You're still talking, this is a library! What do you want to find out about? Permission to speak. Permission denied, go back to Stargate 45321, thank you. Frederick writes down on a post-it note that he is looking to find the most disastrous event that has ever happened in Grasmere, and how the people Came it. Supposed to know. Could you please, if you want to look at the history of Grossville Valley, if you just go over to over here, over there, over there, there, you'll find it somewhere in that section, okay? Now, please remember this is a library. Hunter walks over to the sections that were just pointed out to him and begins rifling through many, many books. I'm a bit confused. I could just hear this internal monologue. But first, you should be quiet in the library. Secondly, do you know what name you have? Because you've got like ten names. You don't know what order this would go in. Maybe pick a name stick to it. My name is Hunter Walker Ranger Thompson Frederick the Eighth. Oh, are you just multiplying by the numbers every time we start talking? Now, can you please keep it down? This is a lie, boy. I don't know how much I need to stress it. As Hendrickson Frederick Thompson Walker Ranger the Fourth. Rifled through the books, he found mountains and mountains of disastrous events. A bombing, a kidnapping, corruption, illegal oil spillage. Sorry, that was that was a, an old newspaper that I keep in my satchel from my glory days. Okay, well, clearly there's, I don't have enough time or money to stay to read through all of these events, but what would you say the most troubling time that this town has ever been through? Well, I can tell you the most troubling time I've ever had. Oh, it was a terrible time. Your voice is quite loud. I hope you're aware we're in the library. That's mine. Mary Bishop's catchphrase. Not yours. You better be careful how you use it, otherwise I might be suing you. The worst thing was, there was a DVD going around. And I was sure that it contained my darkest secrets. And my darkest secret was that it caught me once shouting in the library. Hard that disrespectable librarian such as myself would be ridiculed as if such information would be shouted in the library or be saying, Keep it out of the library! would be broadcasted for the entire world for them to see that I shouted in the behold of the library in an inexcusable fashion. Thankfully, it turned out the DVD was ended up being destroyed, and when the DVD was recovered anyway, it turned out it didn't catch me at all, shouted the library, but some business or other people being buried underground alive or something. But the point being, we avoided disaster. I mean, you, you very quickly drifted over the part where all the bodies were found. That's not any of these archives that I've been reading. I told you the deepest and worrying thing we went through, and certainly for me it was that. Forget about those bodies, I'm telling you. Well, is, is it, does everyone in the town go through such troubles, personally? Well, 
I don't think you'll find anyone matching up to the level of troubles I faced with that whole debacle. But you can certainly try. Well, it's all very, very interesting, but I, I, could you direct me in the path of someone else who may have, may have more knowledge of the various events in the archives and maybe more about this DVD? Well, I recommend you talk to Chris Grievous. He is a source of all knowledge of all sorts of things. I don't know how, but you better go and find him. Chris Grievous is your man. Where, where can I find this Chris Grievous? Oh, you'll be able to find him soon enough. He's got a very distinctive voice, don't you know? Just walk around and just hear someone saying, You work it out, you work it out, and then you got the place. Alright, well, Frederick Hendrickson, the 14th, leaves the library quietly. A slight breeze whispering with his long black leather jacket. But Lady Pemberley, I'm like, You work it out, love, you work it out. Scene 3, external. Frederick approaches Chris's door and knocks. You work it out! Lady Pamela, get me the door! Get me the door. Who's on the other side of Dale? Hello? Oh, I'll get the door. You sit there, love. I saw her. I'll get my door to my own house. Hello? Hello? Why have you got a newspaper on your head? Of course I've got a newspaper on my head. It's raining and I forgot my umbrella in the library. Oh, did you see Mary Bishop? Lady Pamela, you know Mary Bishop, don't you? Mm. Well, you work it out, love. I'm talking to Lady Pamela, you know what? It's quite conversation just talking to someone who can mmm just every time you talk. But I'm like, Lady, do you work it out? Well, I'm, I'm, I was told to come here by the lady of the library whose name I can't remember, I'm sorry, apologies, library lady. I'm here to do some investigative journalism on the history of the deep, deep history of the Russell Valley. And apparently you're the gentleman who talked to. Well, I'm appreciative of that, but you work it out, what? You work it out. Uh, that's exactly what I'm trying to do by being here. Oh, that's part, you know, my mum in the war, she was in the war, and it was a terrible, sticky situation. And I was just telling Lady Pemberley that, didn't I, Lady Pemberley? Mm. That's what my dear. No, I feel in, in our friendship, when we're having tea, I generally do the talking, she doesn't, mmm, mmm. I could do it too, you see, see Lady Pemberley took about that game. Well, what you want? I've, I've been in this business quite a long time. I tell a few stories on the aliens and, and the CIA putting toothpaste in the water and the planes firing out Taliban warriors and you know, that kind of shenanigans. I appreciate that, but I, uh, you work that out, right? You work that out. But I, I heard about right, the I aliens. Really well, yeah, it's more of a conspiracy theory. There's no right or wrong. Oh, you might need help. But I heard about aliens, right? I heard on Gemma Collins' podcast, she told me about these aliens, and she was like, I want to meet the aliens. And I was like, I don't really want to meet aliens. You know? I, I don't think, think the aliens really want to meet Gemma Collins, to be honest. Well, well, maybe. You, might, you work it out, love. You work it. So you want, you want, you want to know about Grassmere Valley? I just really want to know about the deep history of Grassmere Valley and all its troubles and turmoil. So reading through the archives, the interesting parts I found were the, fact, the bombs and the people under the library and the, the kidnapping of the town and the corruption and the various other odd activities that happen in such a small town. Oh, I appreciate that, but I don't know anything. I can't tell my blue from my green because I'm colorblind, you see. 
episode 4 television. I'm kind of surprised that color blindness doesn't really affect memory, but we can, we can continue. But I remember my mum during the war. What is your mother doing to me? I don't know, mind me asking. I, I, you are cut out. You are cut I'm, out. I asked the question. I'm trying to work this out. Well, I, it was a sticky situation during the war. And I was telling Lady Pemberley, what I was Lady Pemberley? There you go, she's got the firm to me. I wouldn't really describe the Holocaust as a sticky no, situation. No, well, but... well, I mean, we weren't into that bit. We were more into the bit of the blip stuff, you know? Yeah. With the... But I, that was when I was down in Bournemouth, you say. Still bad, it's the war. <laughs> Can't really say it's not that bad. The whole country went into turmoil, didn't it? Yeah, well, on my mum's dress receipt, she passed her up. I'm like, you're working out. You're working out. What's your name again? Uh, my name is John Sanders Heinrich the Fourth. Are you like a, an Earl or something, Prince? The musician? Call All me of Prince. the above. Well, you look a bit wild to be Prince, but okay, I'll, I'll, take, I'll take that. I'll work that out. Well, I, I have not out. aged well as a pop star. But that's quite clever. You've got that cloak going up. Lady Pamela, you, you like that cloak, don't you, Lady Pamela? <laughs> you keep that up, love. That's great. Keep them in him. So... Do you actually know anything about Grassmere Valley, or can you direct me towards someone that can tell me something? Because so far, I've worked out that you were in Bournemouth during the war. Could have been your mother, could have been you, and that's about it. Well, there's this singer guy I heard who knows all about stuff. He's called Soul Winner. He's a big up singer, R&B, heavily up man. You go and talk. You know what, Lady Penboy? There you go. You go. He'll short it out. He'll short it out. Excellent. So, well, at least this conversation wasn't for nothing. So, I guess I'll be going now. Frederick leaves the house, his long tartan scarf flapping in the breeze as he enters the stormy night. Lady Pembley, I'm not big on fabric, but I thought that was just black. I didn't know if that was tartan or anything. Mm. You keep... Mm. Ow! I feel good! And you that I would, you out, Chris Carr? Um, kind of want to leave. Okay, that's good. Mm, ow! I feel good. Mm, mm, mm. Wow! I want to leave right now. All right then, Chris Carr. Mm, mm, yeah. Who is this guy, this shifty guy before my eyes? Ooh. Scene 483. Frederick enters the recording studio to see two very well-dressed men, a lady with rather nice hands, sitting in the corner. Hello, I'm Frederick. I'm doing a scoop on the town of Grasmere Valley. Who might you be? Um, I'm Chris Coy. I'm about to leave and hang around the door for about 20 minutes, so see you guys. I'm so in a mm, I win souls with my soul And this is Pero Hi She's alright, she's chilling me in the studio today Taking off the day from being a bounty hunter Woo How can I make you feel good, sir? I mean, you can't really just gloss over the fact that someone's a bounty hunter and not talk about them more. That's the most interesting thing I've heard my whole time in Grassmere, and I've been here for four and a half decades. Really? Because I've never seen you before? I'm very, very good at investigating. I read some of your assignments, and no, you're not. 
Well, I mean, look, I know for a fact that the FBI was planting bugs in the Oval Office. Not, like, to listen in, like actual bugs. Well, there weren't any bugs when I went there. Because I'm such a soul singer, they invited me. If their bugs came, the firefighters would come and jump out with my singing voice. No, they were very small. They were the bugs, you know, that can survive even if you put them on the moon. And they can just, they're single cell, very tiny, microscopic organisms. I, I don't know why I actually put them there. It doesn't seem to be doing any use. They do nothing, but they were there. I, I was sure of it. I feel the energy in the womb. You could be on the next soundtrack on my album. I can feel it. Maybe splice you up a bit with the bug stuff. You know, you bit your conspiracy fears. And we can get you on with me singing. Because I'm a soul and I win everybody to soul music. Woo! Powell, you got something to say? I'm a bounty hunter. Austin answered. Now, what do you want to know? I'm, I'm trying to do a book on Glassmith Valley and I just want to know all the deep, deep, gritty history of Glassmith Valley. Because I feel that maybe it's right down my street and just enough out there that no one will really believe it, but it's quite possible that it could have happened. I'm a bit offended you're not doing a book about me being a soul winner. Cause I can win everybody with my soul music. And look at me now dabbing my face cause I'm sweating with my toupee. Ooh. I'll dedicate the book to you. That's a deal, that's a steal. If, if you can tell me the worst thing that Grassmere Valley has ever come back from. Peril, get your fingers ready. I'm going to start singing it. Peril, click with me. It's only going to work. In time, preferably. Come on, Peril. Peril. <laughs> to the beat, Peril. That's Peril. That, that's not the beat. That's not the beat, Peril. I'm not a musician. Peril. That is 100%. So in a impress. Right. One, two, three, go. Close enough. Mmm. Give me a little hums. Mmm. Mm. Valley had went through a great fire when the Prime Minister decided to burn it down. Prime Minister doesn't sound like a very good man. That was like a couple of Prime Ministers ago. Don't worry, he's now in prison. You can visit him. His name's Michael Novak. I'll go there afterwards. And prison tends to be where those kind of people go. We came out from the ashes. Not the ones we play cricket, though. Don't worry, pal. I'll get you backing up singer next time. I think you're doing a wonderful job. We'll do syncopation next week, Peril. So now let me tell you also about the time where people were locked up underneath the ground because Michael Novak's wife, Barbara Nova, tried to hold the town hostage in a different situation, not technically hostage like we did before, but this one, this time, she was using the DVD as Batman, which showed the people buried underneath the ground, and we didn't believe it was the case until it was too late. Mm -hmm. We've been through the trials. We've been through the pain. It does sound like it. We've been through the trials. Ooh, we've been through the flames. We Literally. got through the other side, and even we're clicking our time, because so winner always survives. Mm -hmm. So winner. 
always survive. This was a time. The town nearly blew up. The business block was hold up past My wig will rescue. The town, the block thing to blow up. You, you all get taken hostage. Oh, well, it's what happens in Grasmere But we get through the other side, don't we, pal? We eventually click in time, don't we, pal? Yeah. Because we can do this, can't we, pal? Because we live in Guadalupe Valley and we can do it. And this is so in This is so in Even Chris Core outside is clicking. I can't hear him out there. You can hear him too. I think I've finally got enough material to finish my book. Daisy, honey! Mm-hmm, honey, Prescott. That shifty guy is back. Look at him with the cloak and the sunglasses. And oh, he's coming towards us. Oh, should we hide? Well, I think it's a bit too late for that, honey, child. I can see you. Oh, that's good, honey. You all right? Did you find what you were looking for? I think I did, actually. I went and saw the soul singer, and he did one big number. <laughs> It was glorious. I wish you could have all been there. I forgot to turn my recording device on. Oh, honey, something tells me I'll catch you later. What did you learn about? No matter what happens, the small people of this small town can always bounce back through fires, hostage situations, corrupt presidents, aliens. Oh, honey, we, I, I, I bless your heart. I think you got something a bit confused. There's already aliens running around town. I heard about what Gemma said. Don't trust Gemma. Don't bless her heart. We all love her, but I think she's gone a bit local. Haven't we all? Well, honey child, is he gone? Yeah, he's riding on some horse or something. It's a stallion. Oh, apparently he's from Shrek or so, I don't know. Anyway, Daisy, let's get back to life. Do you think you're going to publish that book? Honey, I don't think anyone will publish anything he will. Well, you never know. We could be famous or something. You've been listening to... What's going on in Grassmere Valley? And I'm the creator of the show, Thomas Taylor. Now, I usually say some other stuff at the end, but I wanted to say um, to say something different because this week, as you know, I don't usually have any guest stars. And I was very fortunate enough to work with um, good friends of mine, Chris Terry and Molly Jones for this episode. And it was a laugh and a half. I mean, we were cracking up like nobody's business and having such an amazing time. It was such an amazing experience um, to work with such um, great individuals. So. Chris Terry was uh, amazing, fantastic, and Molly Jones as well was superb also. So um, I've just been so blessed for these guys to be working with me and I just wanted to give them the recognition that they deserve for um, taking um, some time out just to um, to goof around with me. Um, so thank you so much. And until next time, bye-bye for now.